I don't know where all my time went I don't know how to define it So tell me how do I fight it When it feels so wrong It's on the tip of my tongue It's every line in this song The little things have been with me all along So, I had a party this weekend yeah, it was how they say a rager. Uh, yeah, actually. Um, <laughs> but every every year we do our, our family Christmas party, like my mom's side of the family, and we, um, we we all go hang out and, and get drunk and have a, a grand old time on Christmas Eve. This past year we couldn't do that. Yeah, COVID. Yeah, so we decided to reschedule to have a Christmas in July kind of thing. Right. Which was radical. Yeah. And um, that basically meant that us at our, at our nice house on the water, we, we had my entire family over. I had to prep a lot. I was very stressed. Mm-hmm. Um, it turned out amazing. Everything was beautiful. Uh, I had a great time spending time with my family that I haven't seen in so long. Um, but... My mom, who who's seen my house once before, but it wasn't like we didn't have a lot of stuff in it or anything. She wanted a tour. Mm-hmm. So she's she's barging into rooms and stuff. She's uh-huh. like she's going. She's, she's like check out the living room and the the computer room, which is a normal thing people do. Uh huh. Then she makes her way upstairs all on her own, barges into my room, barges into your room. Oh no no, that's not what happened. I saw her barge into your room and then I went <gasps> and I dove into my room like a secret agent no, and started pulling things off your the walls. Mommy did. Your mommy's like, <gasps> and then like ran in and like. And started cleaning up all your mm-hmm, diapers mm-hmm. on the ground. Oh, I was pulling pictures down that you've drawn me and stuff that I've got hanging up. Um, I my mommy has like like a whole like a, a calendar for me with sweet little notes. I ripped that off the wall. Oh, <laughs> uh, so she goes into my room and she went in before I could do anything. And granted, I I was expecting company, so I was cleanly. Mm-hmm. I tidied. There were no diapers out. There was no pacifier or baby bottle. What was out, Sophie? Well, I didn't expect people to do more than poke their head in my room, so the bed rails on my <laughs> bed were still on. <laughs> and I'm sitting here trying to formulate what possible reason I could have. I'm, I'm like, yeah, Chloe's got a daughter. Like, I'm, I got a. I have a what? I was thinking, like, how do I lie about you? This? Were gonna. No, <laughs> I was gonna be like, yeah, you know, Chloe, that that girl I live with. Yeah, she actually has a child, and that child visits sometimes. Do you know how long we would have had? That lie would have been part of our lives for forever. Yes, well, part of your life forever. No. Did she even say anything? No, she didn't. <laughs> so then she, she left, but then she's like, oh, I want to take pictures of everyone's rooms. And, man, we're all babies, so we're like, uh-huh, yeah, Yeah, okay. sure. So then I'm thinking, well, i got to take those rails down before my mom starts taking pictures of my room. Because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, maybe she didn't notice, but in a picture she's going to notice eventually. Oh, yeah. So I I was like, I'll do it in a second. And then my sister shows up. And my sister's like, hey, can I borrow your room? And I'm like, what is happening? Like, what is going on? <laughs> so in a flurry, I... I ran up to my bedroom. I 
took out my rails. I, I threw them in my closet. They're just full rails. They're still in there. Just in the closet. Just in front of all my clothes. And I slammed the, the closet door shut. And no. put something in front of it so no one would go in there. And it was... Oh, it was so, so you, embarrassing. So much work. Instead of baby proofing our place, we have to we have to grown up proof it. <laughs> we have to we have to take all the baby things and hide them. Usually you take all the grown up things and hide them from babies. No, we have take to do the, the scissors, take the sharp corners away, put put locks on the cabinets. We're like, all right, we gotta we gotta put away the the baby rails. We gotta throw away our diapers. We have to toys we, hidden. Toys have to be put away in, in boxes, opaque boxes. We have to <laughs> we have to put we still have to put locks on the cupboards, but only the ones with the sippy cups. <laughs> and man, it was oh. I, I didn't think it would be a problem, and now I know better. Oh yeah. Now I know to expect any time my family comes over that they will be nosy and they will go through my things. Anyway, that's that's been my weekend. It was a trip. Um, yeah. Okay, so welcome to the usual bet and 18 up age play discussion podcast. Every week we make a bet in losers and diapers for the next episode. I am the baby sister and counter extraordinaire Sophie Elizabeth. I'm the big sister and I are, are you surprised that I won this one? Not really. Of course people are too much of cowards. To go uh, to their interview. I in was a banking on that. I was banking on that toe sucker principle <laughs> of like, right? But I could try do it without diaper. But have I ever done anything without diaper? Too baby for for, to, for to big baby, girl. Too baby. Too big boy pants. Pants. T- can't do the the, the big ones. Got to have the, the crank the cr- crankle 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 dipes. Crankle dipes to really feel the properness. <laughs> proper good. Proper proper baby. Um, didn't want to wet the chair during my interview kind of thing. No, they would rather wet the chairs than, than, than be baby in their interview. Yeah, apparently. Okay, so, um, I, I, I have something I kind of want to talk about. And, uh, it's, the reason I'm bringing this up is to lead into our later segment where we, we are going to interview, um, an artist from the community. Absolutely. Um. So we've talked before about how we get art of ourselves. We've actually done it for like, we had our diaper design contest and we got art of ourselves in the diapers that we designed. Absolutely. And, um, it, it's something that we ritualistically do. And we just started doing the past few years where we, we have a lot of friends who are artists or we know a lot of artists on like from Twitter and we are like, Hey, I want to get art of me baby and um that's that's something that we've started to do and we've talked about on the show before yeah absolutely so we've talked a lot about the art that we get but not about why we get it yes i want to address that first i i got it i i got the answer to this okay it's there i'm gonna rip it off you ready sure three two skipping the one validation could have just said one no. At that point. When you when, no, when you rip a bandit off, you say three, two, and then you rip it off before they can brace themselves. But you don't say one. skipping the one because then but they, they know But they can't see me skip the one. They, they could I hear was, you. You could just skip the but one. But I was do You baby, you shush. <laughs> um anyway, it's the validation. We do it to to validate ourselves, to put our, our idea of self on paper and go, look, that's me. I'm me. I exist like this. I did it. It's it, it's real. It's where we're, we're telling ourselves 
uh, our thoughts and feelings are valid and real by, by, by putting them out there concretely. Um, I agree with that to a degree, but I think a lot of it also boils down to um, sort of living vicariously through oh, something. Or, definitely uh, that too. Or uh, hmm, uh, making things that are impossible have form. Oh, that's that is another huge part of For it. For example, I think a lot of pe- pe- reason why people will get art of characters in diapers is because obviously those characters will never be in diapers mm-hmm. in a TV show or a, an anime or whatever you're watching. Mm-hmm. So it's really satisfying to be like, oh, look, I love this character. Look at the position they're in. And then you have like this sort of connection with them through the, the show or the media that you experience them in. And now you get to experience that character who you love in this uh, fetishistic sense that you enjoy. So then you have, like, art of them. That's the same reason people do fanfics of popular characters are, like, fanfics of popular TV shows. They do these fics so they can take these characters and fulfill their their fantasies and ideals and desires with these characters in a way that they normally would never get to experience. And in a way, uh, with us creating our own characters... Um, our own avatars, so to speak. Because, I mean, like, listen, my my, my girl that I get drawn of me mm-hmm. doesn't look exactly like me. I don't think you'd be able to see me on the street and go, oh my gosh, that's Sophie because of, like, mm-hmm. the art you've seen of me. She's she's like an idealized self kind of situation. Yeah. Um, but that, I, I still can... We have enough similarities that I can identify with this character, this OC that I've made, mm-hmm. which is just me. But um, but she's got similar personalities. She's got similar hair color or hair length. She has accessories like a hair bow all you the time. You both wear diapers. I, yeah, um, yep. <laughs> um, but being able to put myself into these once again impossible situations. Yes, the, there's validation there in that I get to see myself in this cutesy baby form. Um, that I I might not see in a mirror. Mm-hmm. I might not look in the mirror and see my idealized self. And I imagine most people don't. So you can have this version of yourself that you identify with that's a little bit more within the realm of who you who you think you want to be. Um, there's no limits on art, I guess, is mm-hmm. that you, you just have the freedom to to make yourself into whoever you want. Exactly. I I I I, I... I really like the mirror thing you said because because it, 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 it can kind of be like a mirror but like what you want to see in the mirror um, and I, I, I really like that comparison um, but that being said there's also the fact that uh, you can do those impossible things for example you have an art of you playing in like a swimsuit and a diaper on a beach yeah I love that with the exception of getting like a private beach I can't really ever do that ever accomplish that or like I live on a a pretty secluded lake and I still I can't go out in my swim diapers I'm not confident enough for that right so uh yeah that it it that definitely situations that can't exist we get to 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 exist within those temporarily and I think that that sort of wish fulfillment is probably the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. Is a really good reason people get art. Um, another thing I want to talk about while we're on this topic. These are the reasons we we think maybe people do buy ABDL art. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about my experience getting like ABDL art for the first time. Oh yeah, I'd love um, to hear. I I am friends with Pudding, who is a furry. <laughs> and she gets so much art of herself 
like her persona mm-hmm. that I'm like this is insane it's, like it's constant I there's a constant feed I don't know where it all goes I think there's a secret government server somewhere she offloads it to because there's no way she has the storage for the amount of files she gets I think most furries feel this way <laughs> um, but anyway I, I was like oh that's cute like why would I want to get art of me and then um for like Christmas or something, I got art of myself, which has become my avatar. Mm-hmm. Um, and this art of me is um, so personal to me on such specific levels because it's me as this little girl, and I look so cute, and mm-hmm. I, I, I really gravitate toward it and identify with it, and it meant so much to me in a way that I just I never really thought possible. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea of putting me down in ink on paper and personifying me in a way was such a an unusual and indescribable experience. It, it struck a chord deep inside of you. It's like, you know how you watch a TV show and there's a character who you really, really like or you think is like you? Um, my, my example here is Steven from Steven Universe. Oh, I know. Or Hilda from Hilda. Oh, yeah. I run into a problem where I, with, with Steven, I am too... Um, I'm I'm too focused on everyone else that I never think about myself. Mm-hmm. And with Hilda, her like sense of adventuring spirit is something I really identify with. But these two characters, I feel so intrinsically tied to as a person because my feelings and their feelings are so interwoven, mm-hmm. and I feel so u- uniquely uh, bound to them. Um, in a way, this art of me is the same thing, wherein. It's not me. Obviously, it's not me. I'm not identifiable based on this picture, but it is intrinsically bound to my soul. This 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 OC, this character that I personify as a drawn version of myself, is a part of me the same way that those characters are. Absolutely. Um, and probably even more so because I have the flexibility and freedom to manipulate their personalities, their wants, their needs, their... Uh, and granted, this is the writer in me, but the, the ability to really take them out of that box of just uh, a television show character and make them my own. Mm-hmm. So after that first art, I was just like, maybe I should get some baby art of me. Mm-hmm. And that, that art wasn't baby. It was just cutesy little. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe I should get some baby art. And I, I did. And um, and now you're notorious in giving Sammy a run <laughs> for their money. <laughs> I I really, really love getting art from people, but also now that I'm on Twitter and stuff, I realize not only am I doing this for that validation and for that ability to put myself in impossible situations, but also my ability to support the community that I love and Which is so wonderful. I'm a part of. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess like art is such a unique a unique thing for me. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I I I love how you, we can use it to support the community, and I, I feel the same way. I, I love getting uh, art of myself, and it, it to, to, to put another last bit of perspective on it, because um, you talked about how you can express yourself through this person. Mm-hmm. I've honestly used it over the last couple of years to to uh, find myself, to really, like, like, put this character down and go, I love those concepts. I wish I was more like that. And I wish I was less like this about things. I didn't even really know I felt hmm. like my, my piratey thing and how much I love like that stuff. 
I really didn't explore those feelings and those interests that I had until this arc. I never thought I was going to have a boat or live on the water. So I was not, yeah, I like that stuff, but it doesn't apply to me. But through art, it could, anything can apply to me. I could be an astronaut or something, but I, I, I wouldn't be able to explore those concepts that mean a lot to me without uh, the freedom that getting art of yourself does, getting little self-inserts on paper. It's the same thing with me and, like, a lot of witchy stuff. Mm -hmm. I am, in person, not very witchy. I, I talk about magic in a frivolous, sort of serendipitous way. Mm -hmm. I don't do, like, crystals. I don't understand tarot cards. Yeah, you don't. I, don't. I don't know the phases of the moon or why that's important. I don't understand celestial bodies. I don't know what stars make up what... Astral astronomies. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I can't. I can't. Couldn't tell. I couldn't pick out the Big Dipper. Uh, yes, I, okay. Maybe the big one, not the small one. Um, is there a small one? There's yes. a small one, right? Yeah, that's a real thing. Um, <laughs> but but through... I. I don't. I'm not that witchy. I don't. I. I do have one hat. Actually, I was gonna say and I don't have a hat, have a but cloak. I do have one hat. I do also have a cloak. But that's like for Halloween. And I'm really not that witchy a person as an identity. You say in like a witchy skirt with moons and roses and suns on it and candles with a literal Kiki's delivery service shirt on. Let me let me finish. <laughs> yeah, not to undermine your point, Both but go of ahead. These things are things that I have purchased since getting a lot of art of myself, and I would say probably like a third of the art I have is me as a witch or like in witchy witchy clothes. Because that means something to you. And I have definitely jumped more on board with my witchy aesthetics ever since I started getting art of myself in that way. And so. it's, it's really cool that, that art allows us to explore these things. We've had a lot of artists on the show before. Mm -hmm. Like we've had Juice, we've had Q. Um, and I, I like... Uh, I like that we try to support the artists in the community as much as we do and how much we love art, but I don't think we've ever taken the time to talk about it. Absolutely. So, now that um, we're having Lily on the show as well, um, in like two seconds, <laughs> then uh, I really wanted to, to just point out how important this is to us and how much it means to us on an intrinsic like level. Um, if you guys are really curious about maybe uh forming we've talked about like baby sonas on previous episodes <laughs> if you're curious about forming your own identity as a little try just getting art of yourself and yeah. um be patient and understanding with the artists that you choose to do your drawings which i'm sure we'll talk about which i'm sure we'll talk about with lily um but yeah i especially like if, if you're really struggling to find your footing as a little you don't know where you, you see me and Sophie or lots of other people with such defined little personalities, and you're like, I want that, but how? Art's a great Art's way. Art's a really great way. Just yep. something to look at and just be be warmed by. Have a, a warm spot in your heart. Mm -hmm. Okay. Instead of your diaper. Let's get into this interview. Um, I think we're running long in the episode, so. All right. Welcome, everyone. We have a, a special a guest star, guest speaker. We have a, a celebrity with us today. Celebrity. Celebrity. Um, uh, my friend Lily, who is uh, Noxalise. Is that, is that how you would pr pronounce that? How do you, how do you pronounce your URL? I mean, I, if I say it as a French person, I would say Noxalis, but it's pretty Nox much the Noxalis. same. Noxalise, cool. Okay. Um, so we have Lily here, who is an artist in the community, 
and uh, we have gotten uh, a bit of art, or me specifically. Yeah, no, it's it's you. <laughs> You're the one with the 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 cache of art. Her art is so good, though. Like I, the the level of detail she puts in is astounding to me, and she always draws me in like the best ways. And she'll send me little sketches all the time of like me as this little witch, and I just ah, I love it so much. I can I can tell Elise art at a at a glance because. I, it's this crazy, intricate scene with, like, foreground work and background work and the tiniest details everywhere. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's a lily art. Thank you very much, firstly. Like, <laughs> I'm not used to uh, such things. Well, such times. <laughs> I will come back. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, honestly, we're... We were just very impressed with you. Um, but tell us a bit about yourself and uh, how you got into doing ABDL art. Yeah, give us the, the 411. <laughs> <laughs> As you may know, my name is Lily, not the real one, but the one I use mostly for everyone, my friends. And when someone comes to commission me, I just told them, like, call me Lily. That would be the easiest way. Um, oh. Uh, before I went to draw Abidjan things like my proper job, I went into studies like I met five years or neuropsychology before I dropped because basically I was bad at it. Wow. Um, I made a lot of stages like in hospital and things and just like basically the stupid story like you did study because you want to please your parents but at some points you cannot just keep at it. Yeah. So I was... Since I'm little, I always was drawing things, not Abidio in general, but since Abidio was one of my kink, I decided like to get more involved with it. And well, I started to really do commission and shit like five years ago. And little by little, I grew into the community, I think. And here I am today. <laughs> Well, that's right. That's a really cool story. Oh. Yeah. Um, so what are your favorite things to draw? Yeah. When, when, when you get, when you get commissions or when you're, when you're working on your own stuff, like what is your, what's, what's your favorite part? What's your strike zone? So it will be, maybe it will sound very crazy, but I love to draw like dresses and frills. Like I really Aww. like to draw that. Don't use that. But I don't accept a lot of them because if I start to uh, to accept all the frills, I got like all the girls in the community wishing at me. I'm like, one dress take me about three hours to do it well if I want to do a very like magical girl like or sissy like dress that I really like. But yeah, so I really like it because I, well, Sophie knows I love to detail every drawing when I can. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. That's so cool. I'm only get magical girl art right now. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a really cool like like preference. I've never heard that before. Sophia, I'll show you. Well, it's not a girl, but this afternoon I drew like Davy outfits. I was for a boy, but I like to make this kind of very fantasy like outfit and things like that. I don't know if it's not bad. But it, that how would you say it? But it, but it. Like even if there is no diaper involved, I would love to design outfits. 
That's so cute. You're very good at details on clothes. It's it's definitely my failing as a a artist. I mean, as an artist, I, I draw those cute little cartoony things, but um, I I can't do clothes very well. Like, so it's it's always really impressive to see the amount of detail you put in. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, so I know you draw. Uh, a few different sort of OCs characters that you're particularly uh, fond of, like Devi and um, Milana. Mm -hmm. um, Which I love, by the way. Yeah, and I wanted to ask a question of what, why do you have uh, OCs like this? What's the point of you having art of a character that you, you created? And what does that mean to you to sort of have these characters? Good question. Devi. Really, like um, a side part of me. Um, if I can say, I can see myself into him. Like well, all I was before, like when I was more young. I mean, still young inside. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> um, yeah, Diddy is really a personal of me. Like I really like him for his like um, his temper is very like um, always say that. Uh, like very cocky, like um, oh, sassy. Milana, <laughs> um, for what I draw her as an adult, is much like me, like a dumb one, like a very smart of me. She's my my part of like being a woman, like woman, yeah, woman, like um, very sexy, like or yeah. More place for the would be more like the A B side of me, if I can say, and Milana would be more like the adult Lily. Like, mm, that makes a lot of sense. I I think that's really cool. I think that's a really cool like like way to handle like your OCs and have like uh, personifications of yourself. It's it's a lot like like a little persona, but uh, you can put it you can put it on paper or put it on digital paper because digital art exists <laughs> and i think that's so cool yeah it's a way like to you know relax or when i'm very stressed or for example today like i walk like six or seven hours on patreon walk and i just need like to draw even silly things about my oc just to to relax myself like to not do only a video hard which is not related yeah. to me it just like a uh, recess, if I can say. I I think it's really important to uh, with your your hobby slash profession. I think it's really important to do things for you. So yeah, work really on the things you really enjoy and yeah. what makes you happy. Otherwise, you're gonna be unhappy with your your art, and then yeah. you're not gonna want to do it. You grow to resent it, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean. So most of the time we are not happy with what we do, or at least we are not 100% happy with what we did. And I think actually it's good because if you start to feel okay with all what you, uh, what you have done, we never improve, at, at least in art. Like I feel like even when I feel done about art or things like that, it's because I want to get better. Absolutely. It's really hard too because you you want to get really good at a particular thing, but you know, like right now, you're not good at it. So you're like, I don't really want to draw because I'm not good at it. And mm. then you're like, oh, but I want to draw it because I want to get better at it. So 
it's hard yeah. to take that that leap. Mm-hmm. I mean, like one day I spent actually two hours redrawing like a firm, like again and again and again, and at some point I just like shut down my PC, like rage hit it. I was like, fuck off, no more hands for today. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, hands are a pain as well, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I wanted to ask some questions about like commissioning art because um, I've heard a lot of horror stories from you about uh, people who who do it badly and they drive you crazy. Yes, that's a nicest way to say it. Like I I just (laughs) some people, even they not telling it, are not either adults or just never commission anyone somewhere. Mm-hmm. It just it just feels like so that I even I I would not talk like they did when I go to buy milk or something like that. Yeah. I I don't know, maybe I think like there is also a problem because I'm not English or I'm not from America and maybe like um the way to be polite is different from one country to another one. Right, like translation uh, problems between cultures or whatever. And like cultural norms and stuff. But I I think there's at least a baseline. Just like uh, something that I notice is like in France, you will say, please, sorry, and everything like that for no reason, like all the time. You You will even say sorry if you are not sorry, it's just pure like pol- politeness when uh, an american native will not say like hello or please like right away and at first when i start to work like three years ago four years ago i was really like touched by that because i was like why is nobody talking to me like normal person <laughs> and with time i just figure out like man they just not French people, so just take the money, like, be polite, even mm-hmm. if the person is not, like, it's your job, you have to be polite anyway, and I think it's best to not be touched by all of these, because it would just take you down, which is not good anyway, because the people behind the computer doesn't care about you, they just care about, like, the art most of the time, right. so. I can, okay. I can definitely see how that can be, like, really stressful like uh i i know there's a lot of big like cultural differences in politeness between uh groups of people and stuff even still i think i think people should be saying please and sorry more frequently I, I, than you you've run into i sure. want to be clear on that like i don't say american or not polite also just saying like culture are different between for example yeah. france and, and uk or france and america and um, that's something I really would like to address to anyone who start commissioning people and maybe are not native to be like, just don't care about it. Just do your job and get paid for what you do and get paid like the right way. Don't undersell you because you think you're new. That's a really good point. Very, very good point. I see so many newer artists who their commission prices are ridiculously low and then they get bombarded with a billion commissions because Mm -hmm. of course if you're charging like ten dollars or something then everyone's gonna want one 
And then they get so overwhelmed that they don't want to do it anymore. Yep, they get burnt out. And you should, like, well, maybe this isn't for me. And then they stop. And you then should stop. charge uh, more if you. It's it's supply and demand. If 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 enough people are hitting your limit on art, and more people want art, up up your price. Like it doesn't make you a bad person to charge for your work. Like it's it's hard work you do. You should get paid a, a reasonable, normal amount. Don't undercut yourself. Don't undersell yourself, especially like Lily said. Because you're new, that's that's the worst reason to do it. You 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 also set a standard of that price for everyone else because other artists might uh, not do those prices, and you're going to take people away from them because you're unintentionally undercutting them. And uh, that's also something to think about. It also makes um, people wonder if they're charging too much. Like yeah. I've heard this from Lily before too, of like, oh well, is are my prices good? am i charging too much for mm -hmm. what i make and i'm like lily you you get uh more people who want commissions from you than you have time for mm -hmm. like you you clearly are not uh your prices are not too high and yeah, i don't i do have too much people because <laughs> <laughs> your art's fantastic thank you well, for what you ask about, like, how to commission someone, um, if I may give an advice, is like when you, when you first approach an artist, like, don't be shy of what you ask. If something is out of their limits, uh, it will be always like uh, said in their rules. Like my own limits are they are always been asked like is just to have your character being an adult whatever you ask after that is okay for me because as long as is too adult i won't give a shit to be honest they can be licking drawers licking floor i don't care <laughs> as i said a lot of time i told my new customer i, I don't i don't fucking care what you are jacking at it's none of my business. I saw so many things on the internet. It's very rare that you come with a new, a new thing that I didn't see before. <laughs> so that is oh, actually okay. a shame to have. And I cannot talk for all the, the other artists on the internet for sure. I mean, uh, in our community. But I think the most important thing is like always greet a person when you come to see them. So just don't uh, come to message them like, I want this thing, can you do it? No, just come like, hello, is your commission still open? And if so, can I have one slot? And 100% of the time, the artist will reply to you, yes or not, depending on their schedule. Yeah, as long as you are polite and you ask things like a normal person will ask, 100% of the time, people will reply to you with the same amount of politeness. I think it's just basics. Like, I agree. Okay, so to recap, when you want to commission an artist, you want to say hello first. You want to ask them if they're available. You want to use your manners. And, and you want to, if they have it available, have read the rule sheet beforehand so that you don't ask the artist the same thing they've been asked a hundred times. Are you, are you willing to draw me in a diaper <laughs> to your AP artist? Maybe just look at the rules. Oh, it looks like they don't, the only rule is adults only. Okay. Or like be direct as well, because um, 
Yeah, you don't want to something as so when they happen, someone send me ten pages of a description oh. for two character <laughs> picture. I, ju I just look at the first page and I come back to the guy and I was like, can you can you can you just make a resume in maximum of twenty lines, nothing much? Like actually, yeah. after that, I just create a form that people fill out and they give me it back because it was just too much and all like some people would just write to me like two two sentences and i have to deal with it and most of the time they come back after sketch like can you add that can you add that can you add that and i'm like no you would have to ask me for that before i sketch it mm -hmm. okay um, so you want um, people to be concise because you you obviously it's a waste of your time to read like 10 pages of someone's OC. I mean, um, like but, one pages is fine. I just don't want to have to read a full novel when I have to draw something. Because if everybody especially does that, then you'll, you'll spend more time reading than drawing. Right. And but also be descriptive on what you want initially. Don't uh, add a lot of stuff later. Um, and just kind of have a, a general idea in your head of what it is you're you're really working on. Yeah. Know what you want when you go in, and and say that concisely and specifically. Yeah, I mean, I got some people who get offended when I hand them like the form to fill out. They were like, "Oh, it's not like oh, it works with other artists," and I'm like, "It's not to offend anyone. It's just to be." helpful for me and for you mm -hmm. as that you know what you can ask you know what you ask and you got limits and you know what are my rules because the rules are listed under the form and if they have any questions they can directly message me through discord or email whatever they prefer and i really didn't understand this moment when some people just bitch at me basically because i create this form for them i was like just try to be awful yeah that's that's ridiculous that they would get upset at that i first you're the artist you you get to set your rules as to how you work and if one of your rules is i have a form because it helps me out a lot if they mm -hmm. want to commission you as an artist do the form and if they oh, have a problem with the form don't throw a hissy fit about it say oh okay i think i'm gonna go with another artist i if People, I think, get really, really personally offended uh, when commissioning art for some reason. I, I, I've seen it a lot where people get very combative. I think and... part of it is entitlement. I think yeah. people really disrespect a lot of artists, which really makes me so sad. That, that's what it is. Um, but I think another part is it's a really personal element of yourself, a lot of little stuff and kink stuff. And mm -hmm. maybe uh, having people say no almost feels like shaming. So you maybe you laugh. Yeah. yeah. yeah that most of the time I, I should be honest when i say no to someone is only because firstly the idea would be taking too much time and i'm like no i don't feel like i'm up for that or mm -hmm. simply because i feel like i will not have the skills to offer something that will correspond to the price that the person we pay for and i don't want to make someone pay like 100 or 200 dollar for something that i will think is not worth it that makes a lot of sense that's reasonable 
I really like the um, the point that you made there where I, I think a lot of people listening who have maybe commissioned art or are thinking about it are like, oh, what if they say no for this reason or this reason? Uh, well, no. just, just go to search another artist. It's not because we say mm -hmm. no. That next time that you propose something that we say no, you just know because we say, yeah, I don't think I can do it or I don't think I have the time or fuck it, I'm too tired. I will not be able to do it properly. It's, right. doesn't, it's, it's just this moment, this idea, nope, I can't do it. Well, if you come next month with another idea, why not? It's, it, it doesn't, it, it has nothing to do with you, it's just like the idea. People have to not feel shame or something like that. It's really not about them. It's just like the idea, something doesn't, doesn't do with me or with the right. other artist, I think. It's a business transaction. Yeah. Okay, I have another question. Um, I, I'm dominating the questions here, but I, I pre-planned them. <laughs> um, okay, what do you hate the most when people commission you? What is the thing they do that is just the most irritating thing that they could do? Biggest pet peeve. Yeah. I will not say names. I have a few ideas about that. Um, please, the person... If you're listening to that, don't take it bad. But when you <laughs> ask for something that you make me redo the sketch five times for it, I think oh, you will oh, recognize oh. yourself, mister. <laughs> make sure in your description that you ask for the proper thing because it happens that some person, don't know them, ask me for a sketch of a character with a specific size of diaper and <laughs> finally told me after six attempts six sketches which is roughly two hours oh oh i think i missed what i wanted to say so finally i didn't want it that big i wanted it flat and dropping and i swear to god oh, this oh, moment oh. and I, I swore so much in french and i just got this <laughs> on my face like typing to him Okay, I, I, won't, I won't make you pay anything more because we know each other since years and years and years. But fuck's sake, <laughs> mister, <laughs> if you do me another things like that, I swear to God, I would just ban you and blacklist you. <laughs> That's something I really don't like. I don't mind to resketch at all when I do something mad or mistook something because, as I said, Sophie, before, um, English is not my native language, so it can happen that I mistook something or I think something means something and uh, I did a mistake, like uh, I'm human, I cannot, um, I cannot burp, I cannot do another way. So if I did something bad, I will redo the sketch um, like many times, but if you appear to have made a mistake, oh God, and you make me redo the sketch again and again because you didn't write what you mean oh god <laughs> <laughs> yep so uh, maybe something is that is like and something else obviously is like when people talk to you like shit i got i got called name because uh, for example of my prices i got called name because i refused to do like underage things which i said is a big no-no for me that's that's a big no-no 
like most of the time, uh, I will be honest because I have to be honest anyway. When someone asks me right away for non self work with kids, I immediately like ban them, blacklist them, and tell people like my overarching friends that X person asked me for underage, please be mm-hmm. mindful if you work with them. It's I like, think that's really I know, good. I know you, I know it might sound very mean to do that, but I really have no no understanding for this. Like, no. To, no. Yeah, I, I don't think it's rude for you to have limits on the things that you... Especially really that. Especially that. Like, it's That's perfectly within your right. And I think it's really good that you connect with other artists and say, hey, watch out for this. You know, this is a, a big red flag. Uh, and I, I think that's a good thing. I don't think that's anything to be like, oh, I, I'm being unreasonable here. No, that's you're, you're in the right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like uh, no, some people are like, like uh, very cute video things with little like I, uh, I do some cute image of Devi or Milana as kid, but not self for work with kid. I just, just make me feel like puking or things like that. Again, no. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, never compromise your own morality or your own uh, personal feelings or health on someone else's request. That's mm-hmm. and other people need to be more understanding. It's not this isn't like completely on you. It's that when you say things like this, people berate you, and that's not fair to you. Mm-hmm. So. Last thing that pisses me off, but I won't ban you for that or anything. It's like people when you accept the commission say, you know, I work, Sophie. I ask to be paid like after the sketch or something like that or the end yeah. at last and that's people who ask you well did you finish the sketch when you just like you accept the commission at mm-hmm. 8 p.m and at 9 p.m they ask you did you finish it i'm like sorry it's 9 p.m i'm having dinner <laughs> I, I think that goes into people's entitlement a lot. Some people, they don't realize artists usually have a queue. And when you jump on there, you don't know where you're getting in a queue. You could be like 10 people back and, and you don't know that person's schedule. The, the artist might not be free for like a, a while. And uh, you, you just have to be patient. Yep. Yeah, I know. I know some artists have like one month delay for getting the heart, and I always try to deliver my art within 15 days or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or at least you, for that show. I don't think you've mm-hmm. ever been late on uh, getting me a piece. Like 15 days is you're, you're always very punctual. I've had an artist that I've commissioned take like almost a year before. I. I currently have a piece of art out and I'm I'm not even upset about it. I understand things happen from an artist. It's I think it's it's getting close to six months maybe. And yeah. I every so often I check in. I, I think they're actually MIA right now because they're going through some stuff, I imagine, but that's none of my business. Uh but I, I I'm not upset that people the artist takes the time they need to. I haven't paid for it. They the pay yeah, comes after you. it's done. So like you just gotta be patient. Right. You gotta understand I mean, that's a human being on the other end. Right. As long as you didn't pay for it, I don't think you have a right to really be cranky or things. But exactly. if you have paid, I got some clay 
client yeah clients who come to me and just told me like hey i'll pay this art it's like 200 quid and it's been like 16 months that i'm waiting for my heart and i'm like what <laughs> can you it just has to what? be repaired like 16 months huh? even as an artist you can sophie knows if i am one day late or two day late i will feel the guiltiness like crippling in my back i'm like i have to finish that <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm the same way with writing, so I understand completely. I can perfectly understand that things happen in life, and sometimes you might need one month or two months delay. Like, uh, I got some personal stuff uh, two years ago now, and I had to take two weeks away to come back in France in, like, because of family stuff. And... Actually, was happy that most of my customers were understanding and told me like to take all the time I need. But I think that like everything, some people abuse of it and some of us doesn't use it enough. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Okay, um, that's kind of all my questions I have. So, do you do you have anything else you want to say? Yeah. Do you have anything you want to say? Do you have questions for us? You want to ask anything like that? don't think it feels like uh, a job interview so uh, do you, <laughs> why do you want to be on our podcast the med <laughs> i'll bring you coffee and proper food right. yeah i think that's pleasant i think i think it's been great yeah yeah i'm very happy it was nice <laughs> it was wonderful having you on the show yeah, this has been a great experience. Um, we, yeah, I mean, was... any excuse to talk to you more, I'm all, I'm all for. I'm, I'm way <laughs> too busy, and I have to, I have to schedule it as work in order for me to be like, oh yeah, I want to talk to my friend. I, I'm allowed to talk to my friend. It's work. <laughs> I had a ton of fun talking with you. Yeah, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you so much for inviting me. And um, <laughs> for people who want uh, a bit of a sample of of uh lily's art our cover art for the show this week is actually a piece that she did which is beautiful it's i wonderful. love it it's it's amazing i love how you drew me it's so cute and you can also you can also find her stuff what's your twitter what is my twitter good good question it's <laughs> it's uh lily b heart or you can just put the L, what do you say, like the little hay things? Like, mm. arrobas? Uh, the little app thing? Yeah, uh, I don't even know. App symbol. Yeah, app symbol. I just I called the app symbol. Is there a word for it? Uh, it's squiggle Just for, <laughs> just search for Noxadis. Okay, so uh, at Twitter, or Twitter, slash Knox Elise. And what is your Patreon? Is it Lily Blacks? I think so. Anyway, most of the time if you put like Patreon and Lily together, Abidio, you will find it. That's oh, fair. Awesome. And it's, it's linked to my to my Twitter anyway, so it's Patreon Lily Blacks as well. Cool. Well, thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for being on here and it's been thank wonderful you. talking to you. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay. 
Uh, we don't have a bat, so I wanted to run something by you real quick. We should have asked Sully for a bed. We should have. Ooh, okay, um, what? what is the thing when commissioning art that you are least happy about? Or, like, what makes you the most stressed or, like, the biggest obstacle you come up against when commissioning art? Okay. Our, we're doing a bet on this? Uh, I think if our things are different, then yes. Okay. I'm just curious. The 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 thing that stresses me the most is is I worry that I'm too demanding. Oh. I I I I'm like, could I could I please ma'am, may I have an art? Um <laughs> it, it it could have color if you want. It it could be it could be black and white. It could be a sketch. You you don't have to put detail in it. I I I, I struggle so much because I, I, I feel in, incapable of, of asking for what I want, even if it's simple, because I, 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 I just feel too, too, I feel too much. It's really funny because now that I've, I've gotten a lot of art of myself and communicated with a lot of artists, mm-hmm. um, some of them I have such a good rapport with that I could literally be like, yo, make me an art dude. <laughs> I, I'll, I I'll throw you the money. You throw me the. It. It's like a, an exchange. It's like a handoff. Kick it's over like, the briefcase. Hey, hey, you got the art. I got the money. <laughs> and it's like a really normal thing. But um, something I've learned throughout all of my commissions that I've gotten, because I think that one of the big mistakes that I had going in was my my uncertainty and my 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 just like not wanting to be demanding, like you like you said, and. I I learned that artists like that decisiveness. They yeah. like me being demanding. They like they like Lily it's, said. It's so much easier to just uh, understand what people want and um, see it and uh, create it. That's fair. So maybe mine's uh, uh, an experience issue. So what what do you struggle with then? I think my biggest part, and granted, this is this is certainly because I get a lot of art, but I don't know what I want. Oh, I. Like, your thing is, oh, well, I, I don't want to demand things from the artist. My thing okay. is literally, I have no idea what I want. So an indecision. Art. I, even if I, even if I have an idea, like, often I'll be like, oh, hypnosis. What does that look like? I can't just, <laughs> I can't just tell an artist hypnosis. I want hypnosis. Like, well, what, what is that? What does that mean? Do you want, do you want, like, like, the pocket watch hypnosis? Do you want, like, a uh, hypnotic uh, TV screen? Do you want, like, yeah. uh, magic headphones? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that. Hypnophile, yeah. like. I, I don't know. I have not all of them. None of them. All, I don't. You know, uh-huh, whatever. Yeah. I don't, I, just I, give I, it I'm to just, me. I'm too indecisive. Just I uh, just want an art. Just want an art. And well, I've said that before. I'm like I just want. I just want like. I just uh, want. I just want. I just want it. I want an art. Uh, give it to can me. You just give it. To, just give me the art. And the artist is like, no, please give me literally any direction possible. And I'm like, I don't know, uh, baby, baby, and baby? Uh, d- d- diaper, diaper, um, <laughs> which maybe, um, yeah, that I, I actually did know that because almost once a month, you're like, Chloe, what art do I want? What like, art do I want? Like, I don't know, Sophie, what, what art do you want? I, that's I'm a huge question. to people's Patreons. Okay. So, uh, let's make a bet out of it. So. I, I what is what would be the biggest obstacle um, to you getting a commission from someone? Uh, it, like I said, I'm 
afraid to ask for what I want. Yeah, uh, afraid of being demanding or yeah. literally not knowing what you want. Afraid of being demanding. Yeah, and the, yeah. yeah. So that that's your bet. Okay. Cool. Usual bet. I think this is a good bet too, because I'm actually I don't know how people would vote for this. I think uh, a lot of people with more inexperience might vote your way, mm-hmm. or a lot of people who might get a lot of art might vote my way. We do have a lot of patrons who get a lot of art. Yeah. Okay, um, so that's that. Thank you all for listening. If you want to vote on this week's bet or listen to our mini episodes, you can check that out at patreon.com slash Pudding. Where else? Subscribe to adult slash Pudding. Oh, you're getting so good. I know. Here, it's not even... Oh, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> uh, also, we put up a new episode of The Changing Tabletop, uh, our second episode in the maternal recurrence arc. Mythical Purloin Boy. Yeah, it's a it's a trip. Um, I, if you, if wanna... you listen to nothing else from, from, from this TCT, <laughs> listen to that episode. I... Oh, um, you can find that on our other channel, which is the Changing Tabletop. Anywhere you look for podcasts, you can easily find this podcast as well. Worst comes to worst, you can uh, go to our Patreon, and there's a, a free link uh, to like where you can listen to it if you if you want to. You can find us on Twitter at the Usual Bet. Uh, if you have any episode ideas or commentary on anything that we've done, our email address is theusualmailbox@gmail.com. I'm starting to put that in our description because I have gotten like three different messages from people on Twitter. Like, how do you say that? What is the email address? How do I email you? And I'm like, I say it in every episode, but now I think like maybe I say it too fast. Or maybe I don't say it clearly enough, so I'm, I'm just going to start putting it in the description. Oh, did, did you think you were well. saying it? You're baby babbling every time you go to it. If you want to email us, you can do that as a basketball You just said the exact same thing you said before. That's redundant. Well, you can edit one of them out. Thanks, Mimi, for helping our theme song. Thank you, Juice, for a wonderful cover art. Except this week, which is thank you, Lily, for our wonderful cover art. And you thank can you, find Lily. Lily at patreon.com slash lilyblacks, which is L-I-L-Y-B-L-A-X. Eight letters. Um, shame on Kimmy. I think it's about time. Just shame. Shame. She's shame. been too good recently. <laughs> we, we need to start shaming her more. Um, you can find her at bbyhyphenkimmy.tumblr.com. Okay, okay, everyone. That's it. Thank you so much for listening to our interview, and um, have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next week. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.